go to Cameron John Ritchie from Forest Casino, 94 WIP. 11.30 today, life advice with the hammer. Dave Dombrowski, Phil's president of baseball operations at noon. Howard Eskin at 12.45. And, of course, the game uh, two days away. Well, two days and uh, half a day, night game, Saturday night. John, that crowd, man, they're going to be lathered up. I mean, you think about it, a Saturday night playoff game in Philadelphia. Right. I mean, people are really, they're going to, I mean, all jokes aside, they're going to have a lot of hours to drink and a lot of hours. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, that's true. I mean, like, really? And Plus, it's, it's an Eagles-Giants game. Giant, that's what and, I was about to and say, And, James, Joe. you know there's going to be, as much as everyone here is hyped, you know there's going to be a, an unusual amount of fans from the opposing team that find a way to yeah. get into the building. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's 3,000 or 5,000 or 7,000 or 10,000, but there's going to be Giants fans there. So that's going to create what, what, you know, could turn into a nasty atmosphere. God forbid, especially if the Eagles are, you know, struggling in the second quarter. So I'm just saying, like, buckle up, man. I have a... I have a terrible experience with Saturday, Saturday games, set because I I can't get the tuck roll game uh, out of my mind. Yeah. That was a Saturday. I just remember how strange it felt to me. Yeah, it felt extremely uh, surreal and just off. It it was clearly extremely cold. Uh, just a strange circumstance, and, and it it almost feels I don't know like the almost it's fairy tale to be postseason football anyway, but the Saturday thing makes it even a little wonkier. Well, and you guys got host. I mean, there's there's no yeah. doubt about it. All right, let's. I mean, it was the right call in uh, that in that it was on the rule book. It was a horrible rule. Crazy. Look, we have one thing we haven't mentioned much, but the Saturday thing does mean the Giants are on a short week, too. That's you know, a we huge really deal. James, about that we're on an extra long week. I know. They're on a short week. What a difference that makes. And another road game from them. I mean, I don't know where they were final game of the regular season. They've, they were they've accomplished. They were, here. they were here, James? Remember, yeah, they were yeah, here. The last exactly. here. I can look up their schedule. So that's there. at least three in a row on the at road. At least three in a row on the road. Let me look real quick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they were home before that. But so it goes Indy, Philly to end the season. But prior to that, they had two on the road. So three of their last four were on the road, meaning, you know, five of the last six games they wow. will play will be on the road. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I always thought that was part of why the Eagles lost to Arizona in 08. It was, you know, three in a row in the playoffs on the road. I mean, that stuff is tough. The Giants have completed their journey, and they've had a great season. They've exceeded every expectation, but they're done. They're, and they're, they're so beat up now, and we're just starting. Look, I like That's what a you're, huge difference. I like what you're saying, unless you're wrong. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Gary in Northeast Philly. Hi, Gary. Hey, boys. Hi, hey, Gary. Joe, listen, Joe, listen up. You want me to call you in the morning, man? I get up at 3 o'clock. Yeah. I do. Set it up, I'll get you up, man. But I mean, can I trust that you're you'll be doing it every day? That's why I get up for work. Because here's the man. thing about the assignment, Gary. You can't be ninety nine percent in. I mean, if you're <laughs> gonna be the guy that wakes me up, you gotta be hundred percent in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to spit on your generosity here. I'm just saying, like, I gotta be able to trust you. <laughs> man, I'll, I'll do it. I'll let Seltzer know. <laughs> okay, Listen, good. boys, like, you're getting me worried. Why are we talking about Niners? This is Giants week. Richie, help me out. We're one game at a time, man. Yeah, uh, I get it. I I understand, and the players are absolutely looking at the Giants. Uh, that's the whole of their focus. But we as fans, I, I guess we're, we're 
looking ahead. I mean, Gary, yeah. Karma, I expect you know, to win this. Karma, we're, we can't be talking Niners this week. Let's do that on Monday after we win. Well, we probably will, right, obviously, if the Niners win and the Eagles win. But it's just, it's just trying to assess, Gary, when the Eagles playoffs are about to begin, whether it's right that they're an underdog. And I just think it's fundamentally wrong. Look, I get your point. Eagles got to take care of the Giants. And obviously, we talk a lot of Eagles-Giants also. Gary, give me a big answer, man. Who or what blasted people? Uh, my, my, my hit was perfect on uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I appreciate the call. John, I uh, – and, and he got other players, that, that perfect guy. John, I – it was after the injury to DeMar Hamlin, I guess that's about two weeks ago, that I saw – and, of course, totally different type of injuries. I saw various articles that were like, maybe the world's got to go back and reassess the Antonio Brown – collapse of personality and that it, it really might Dude, have just I've thought about this forever joe forever no one talks about it james no. like i didn't talk about it for I, like i'd be like wow antonio brown's an idiot look at him doing something Dude, crazy again I, joe i think about it every time something happens with him because he wasn't like this before he was like a hard-working six-round pick worked his way up and all that and then yeah. all of a sudden he like you know he's he's, he's uh, uncontrollable all right. of a sudden Right, and including his days with the Raiders. I remember he was in a squabble with them over like what type of shoes he was going to wear or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's um, been a, a, obviously a ton of things, and there on. was nothing the first few years of his career, nothing at all. And then, you know, ever since that hit, it's been like escalating. Yeah. Right. That's really that's really a shame. As uh, a sixth round rookie who has to earn your spot, I mean, he certainly earned his spot. He was the best wide receiver in the NFL. It was a it would that that part was very different, like the way his teammates perceived yeah. him. But I, yeah, I worry about because I really health, didn't think his about it. Mental yeah. health a lot. By the way, it also probably ultimately, if I had a guess, will keep him out of the Hall of Fame. I mean, I think he was headed toward the Hall, but the back end of his career was such a disaster. I assume those, I don't know, five years of excellence, whatever they were, it's not going to be enough. I mean, but obviously, I mean, he, if he had continued, he he was cruising to the Hall of Fame. Let's go to Vince in North Jersey. What's going on, Vince? Gentlemen, long time no talk. Good, Hi, Vince. Good hearing from you, Vince. Interesting, too, that you guys just mentioned the Tuck game because that's my first point. Last night is like 1130. I'm flipping on the NFL network or NFL TV, and there's the Tuck game. And there, It's always on. In that great atmosphere. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'm looking at the players on the field, Rich Gannon, Jerry Rice, and – and, you know, Tim Brown, Charlie Garner, the whole crew, and there's John. And John, yeah. just looking, that game, unfortunately, that game already looks old school um, because of technology and uniforms and whatnot. But John's looking old school among the old school. Wow. In what <laughs> way, okay, in what, in what way? What did you see about Richie last night? So, John just, like, he looks like a tank that's looking for something to hit. It's, it's just like a mission on each play. And when yeah. I see him do that, I hear I hear his quote in my head too. I will crush your face, yeah. and I'm thinking, <laughs> I will crush your John face. Doing it, man. Yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, John, I couldn't find you in a box score though, so that was a little disappointing. But oh, yeah, really? It was, <laughs> it was a great game, really yeah. good. Um, so that was interesting. And I just want to ask, you know, if anybody noticed last week, Dalen Rager muffing a punt yep. uh, against the Giants, and yep. you know. Yep. Britton Covey may be Britton Covey, but he's no Jalen Rager. No, no. Jalen Rager had two snaps in that game, and they were both special team snaps. Can't get on the field as a wide receiver. It's uh, He's a disaster. 
Yeah, I mean, Vince, I, I feel really confident he won't be a pro football player in two years. What I wonder about is will he be a pro football player next year? Like, the end is near. The question is how near. And, uh, I mean, he, he just stinks. He's just yeah, a he's, horrible, he's horrible set player. To, set to earn two-point-something million dollars next year. Do you really want to pay that for two special right. team snaps, one of which is a muffed punt? Yeah, I mean, especially when you consider all the shine is off the first-round pick. He's going to be bouncing around team to team. Not to mention you're going to have an influx by next year of, you know, hundreds, hundreds of new players that come from college football. So, you know, it, it ain't going to last too much longer. Vince, give me a great answer, man. Who or what blessed people? Uh, one, one quick question, though, before, uh, before we move to that. It's about your next show. Yeah. So I wonder if you guys, like, so for me, morning shows have been great, but I'm in North Jersey and New York, so even as a Philly fan, I'm listening to Boomer and Carton and Mike and the Mad Dog, and you guys actually made me a daily WIP listener again. I, I wow. just... I listen to the morning show. You know, I used to call a lot. Life happens. I haven't called. So now my question for you guys is, what, what do you do for the, for the folks like who maybe didn't tune in to the existing morning show because of style or content or, or what have you? How do you bridge the gap between those audiences? That, you know, how do you, yeah. What's the elevator speech? So here's the deal. Let me answer that because I've thought about that but not much. And the reason I say not much is my philosophy is really simple. Just be ourselves. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't take it much beyond that. Just be ourselves. Do what we do. Well, we can't really do anything do but anything, be ourselves. Yeah, can't do anything but be your, Like, you can't be effective doing anything but being yourself. Yeah. You hope enough people take to you. Um, and, and, and just try to present a, a fun show. I mean, I, I really honestly, like, I've thought about it, Vince, but I think very little about it. Because I'm, I'm convinced the best way to go about it is just to do what we do. And look, we will incorporate. Here's the beauty of it, though. In the midst of that, we will be able to incorporate other parts, other people that we have not had the luxury of having in this show at this time slot. Like getting Joe Conklin for us, that's huge. Because here's the deal. I can't do what Joe Conklin does. John can't do it. James can't do it. There's only one guy that can do what Conklin does the way he does it. And it's Joe Conklin, and he's now going to be part of our overall presentation. So it's basically be us, but then enhance that presentation with others that can do what they do. It's that simple. Vince, give me a great answer, man. Who or what blast people? What blast people? I can't win because I can't go on Monday. So my answer goes back to my late 80s days at Syracuse and going in that carrier dome to watch guys like Daryl Johnson blow people up. Oh, yeah. man, I got to write down Daryl Johnson. I'm going to write it down. Daryl, look, he was a good fullback. I am a huge fan of Daryl Johnston. Yeah, I, I get it. I get he was it. always really kind to me. I Look, I, people say he's a good dude. By the way, from Syracuse, that's not the right answer. The best answer from Syracuse backfield would be Jim Brown. Just, yeah. I'm just saying. I think that's a better answer, <laughs> no doubt. I mean, I know Daryl Johnston's job was more to run into people. Jim Brown, of course, would try to avoid people, but when he needed to run into somebody, you know, come on, man, Jim Brown? Daryl Johnson? But I, I get it. Daryl Johnson was a great fullback. Fred in Springfield. Hi, Fred. Hey, how you doing? Great, Fred. Hey, uh, hey, thanks so much for taking my call. And, um, yeah, I'm with John. Um, you know, it's, it's all recency. I, I believe this team, the players, coaches, they knew, they've known they're going to be playing big games for a long time. And I think their sights are set, you know, for this weekend going forward. Um, you know, 
I'm looking, John, look at the early season of the of the uh, Niners. I'm looking at the last 10 games, and, you know, like the highest pass total there is 284. Um, look at the teams they beat. Um, the only teams they played was Miami, Washington. Seattle was a close game. I, You know, I, I think it's just, you know, sentiment. I just think it's people looking at the end results. Ten wins in a row, they're 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 you know peaking. Um, I believe our defense, you know, is you know ready to step up. I mean, it, they're all veteran players, and I I believe they've known they're going to be in this situation for a while, and they're just yeah. ready for it. You know, yeah. I, I got an axe to grind though um, with Gannon. Um, you know, the bend and break. It's great. It's going to hold up. The Eagles are going to win the next two games. You know, we're going to the Super Bowl, but I wish he'd used the defense a little more like Joe Johnson and, and uh, Buddy used to. Like, you know, bring people to the line. I was, you know, I watched these college games. These defenses, they bring the safeties and linebackers up. They mm-hmm. drop somebody back. I mean, our defense could be more of a tool, and, and if he just doesn't play it that way. Yeah. I mean, like Buddy, Buddy and Joe – they bring Jim, guys Jim, to the line. Jim, Jim Johnson. And, and they drop alignment back into coverage. That is so creative, right? Um, so, yeah. I think but, you'll I mean, see more of that, Fred. I, I'm, I've i seen Jonathan Gannon do more of that safety jockeying, and uh, it, it's – I think there's there's a lot that goes into the idea that, that you brought up. This team has known for a month – uh, over a month, that their their goal is to win in this season, and it's been very vanilla. You know that the, what we put out there on the field, it's 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 almost like the staff and the players, because of human nature, have been holding back just a little bit. All right, give me a big answer, Fred. What do you got here for who or what blast people? Yeah, for, um, for inspiration coming into this next weekend, um, Keith Byers absolutely completed <laughs> peppers. And, yeah, and, was amazing, and it protected. Man. Oh, that was beautiful. One and I just best. watched it again. Yeah. He he was airborne and I didn't know it had a name, uh, the Pepper Shaker. So yeah. I, I didn't know that um, either. And of course they were great friends from Ohio State. All right, Fred, I want you to keep listening here because we're gonna play audio right now of Ray Dittinger. So last caller wasn't blasting Jonathan Gannon, but he was and listen, you can, you know, hey, maybe Gannon should do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But most Eagles fans blast him. Which is just astounding to me. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, the Diddy doesn't get it either. I want to play some audio from earlier this week. We had Ray on the show. Or this was last week, I'm sorry. Ray on the show. And um, the Diddy talking to us about, um, about Gannon. And the reality that, um, you know, it's been a little unfair. By the way, we also... A lot then, unfair. A lot unfair. A lot unfair. A lot unfair. We then venture into another direction. Uh, talking to, to Ray here because I, I do a bad job, John. I cut him off, and we go down a different path. And it's actually good content also, but I didn't give him the full go on the, the Gannon assessment. But you'll hear. He very clearly thinks people have been unfair to Gannon. The Jonathan Gannon thing, you referenced it. Gannon is what, in your opinion? And is the town has the town been fair or unfair to him? Yeah, uh, unfair. Unfair. Uh, I, I think that they have been um, – I mean, there are people that say he's – yeah, that he stinks, <laughs> and, and he doesn't. You know, if your defense is number one, the guy who's calling the plays doesn't stink. Um, but my only, con- my only concern about him is 
when they get into the games from this point forward. And let's face it, this season is going to be remembered by what's happening, what's going to happen next, not right. by what happened behind us. You know, 14-3 and three right. is great. All the records are great, but, you know. Just if, like 0-2 and 0-3 is. Yeah. I mean, you, you lose in the conference title game, especially if you lose at home. Right. 0-2 and 0-3, they lost at home. Right. I mean, we think finally of the regular season accomplishment, and we – we felt an attachment to that crew in particular because they then did get to the Super Bowl in 04. But, I mean, the reality is when I think back to 02 and 03, the first thing that goes through my mind <laughs> is the dagger oh, sure. of walking out of either the vet or Lincoln Financial Field and having seen the Eagles just lose. Absolutely right. No, in, the ch- in the championship game. Absolutely right. And we, could, and, and we could be doing that again. So that's right. I mean, he obviously thinks people have been unfair to Gannon. Now, John, I cut him off, and I, I would have liked to have heard what – specifically scares them about Gannon in the playoffs because that's what he was alluding to. And then I jumped in. But but yeah. but you hear you know you hear his basic assessment that it's been unfair. And it has been unfair. I mean, it's- Why is it that our callers, a lot of them who bash Jonathan Gannon, why do you want to send extra players on blitzes when we just led the NFL in sacks. Well, and, and finished third, because third what, most all time in sacks. Yes. And set an Eagles record for sacks, led the league in sacks. We were up there with the 84 Chicago Bears defense with the sack production. Why would you want to sacrifice coverage when we did that without blitzing? Yeah, can somebody answer that question? And by the way, not you want to get you want to get like, like more people sacking. Like well, a I mean, sack I, is a sack. You get the quarterback on the ground. That's job mission accomplished. And look, I get it. You want to have ninety sacks instead of seventy, but you want to give up less points. And I think the theory is, if you go for more sacks, there's a good chance you can get beat over the top more often, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. Yes. So here's the deal: I need a Gannon hater, not a Gannon supporter. Because we know what a Gannon supporter would say. Yeah, Joe and John, you guys are right. The, the commentary from others makes no sense. I need someone who dislikes Gannon's philosophy to call us and tell us. Answer John's What was your question, John? Why do you want? Why do you want to send more people blitzes? Yeah, when they get when they when get home enough. You get there without blitzes, right. so much so that you led the league in sacks. <laughs> Great question. Someone answer that, please. That actually thinks Gannon stinks. 215-592-9494. Ron in New Jersey. What's up, Ron? Hey, let me get you off. You got it, Ron. Today? Talk to us, buddy. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, John, I completely agree with you again. Um, you know, I don't get the hate for Jonathan Gannon. The only thing I can rationalize it as is that we are so used to seeing them have to bring extra pressure. Not wanting to, having have to bring extra pressure. And in this new scheme, in this new NFL, where they can rush the four and they're they're effective, I think that's where people are going, well, where's the extra pressure? Not realizing the extra pressure is there by the the talent that we have on the line. Yeah, yeah. They're stunting up front. You know, they're twisting guys. And offensive linemen haven't proven that they can block us. This year, yeah. and it, it it works. What we're yeah, doing I, works. Why do you want to change that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we can, we can all go back to, you know, the Reggie White days and all that. I mean, they were bringing the house and stuff like that. But it was 
I always tell people it's it's like any sport you look at, you have to look at the error and what you're in. You know, you can't compare Jordan and LeBron James because they're different errors of basketball. So it's the same thing with, with football. You know, you have to look at the errors of football and how the games evolve and the players and how they evolve and how the scheme has evolved. Yeah. So that that's that's my take on it, you know. I mean I was I'm an old school guy, but then I, I kind of, you know, I always say I'm a realist. I see it for what it is, and I and I said, you know what, Gann's really not that bad. I really don't get it. I, I'm with you, man. Ron, give me a big answer, man. Who are what blast people? Well, John, before I, I do, and I think I got a good one for you, are, are, you, are you feeling the pressure a little bit? You got about 24 hours to go? Yeah, well, my name's Joe, not steps? John. I think you said John. Oh, um, John, babe. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm feeling the pressure. And by the oh. way, I, I don't. I don't know the device like a hem of pep talk that I've been hoping would help get me out of the hole is going to happen. I've been texting with Vi. Our um, our timing might not work out, so I, I, it makes me feel worse, John. Because you know, I'm, Good. I'm trying to latch on to anything I can get. Yep. Because he's available tomorrow after Beat the Hammer. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing, man. Like, I need you before Beat the Hammer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need a pep talk after the after I I lose again. I need it. I mean, theoretically. Yeah, I need a pep talk before I compete. Yeah, you're kind of a mess. I am. A, I mean, the fact that I actually, James, the fact that I feel the need for a pep talk. Yeah, and I'll tell you that the most times yours calls we've gotten about anything in quite a long time. <laughs> and were there more pep talks or were there more people blasting? You're going to have to wait to find out. <laughs> Everyone tune in at 145. All right, Ron, who are what blast people? Uh, even though I have a lot of respect for this guy, I, I, I got to give it to him. He goes after everybody fairly and... and it, it's got to be Howard Eskin. The King has certainly blasted many through the years. <laughs> you can say that. There's no question about that. 215-592-9494. Uh, coming up, we'll get to life advice with the Hammer, plus Dave Dombrowski today at noon as we broadcast from Parks Casino. Joe Cameron and John Ritchie on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for games and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our huge football games coming up at the Link? Do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. Sports, music, shows. And with Game Time, you get great tickets and amazing prices, even on last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. It's so quick and easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game Time. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.